What's going on, guys? How you doing? How's everyone feeling? How's the life treating you? Hopefully well. If not, always remember it will get better. I'm trying to... I'm going to just like... I'm going to let you guys into my mind a bit. Uh, I'm trying to slow down myself when I talk up here. Not like... Sometimes I kind of get ramped up and I burn through things. Just trying to slow it down. Uh, just try some different things. And if you're going, no, don't slow it down, you idiot. You know, feel free to message me and say that so I know it. You know, I'm checking the old Insta pretty often. TG3 underscore podcast. You know, so feel free to hit me up. I'm recording this Sunday morning. I decided to let you guys know I generally record on Sundays or whatever day. So I decided to include that. Um, either way, there was a UFC last night. Uh, UFC Fight Night Smith versus Span. I kind of was hit and miss on some of the fights, I'm not going to lie. We had uh, we had some things going on. Some people we had, had to go see and... You know, some friends of ours, like, you know, it wasn't, you know, we just had, uh, had plans. So I was trying to catch it on my phone, but I didn't, you know, I'm not going to lie, I did miss some of it. But I'm going to tell you about what I did see, and uh, I'm going to catch up on the rest of it today. Um, and the prelims, um, I missed the first and second fight. The first one, though, I kind of caught, uh, you know, highlights of it. And it was Hannah Goldie versus Emily Whitmer, Whitmire. And uh, Hannah Goldie won, is what I'm going to tell you. And, you know, she was very excited about it. Um, <clears throat> so check that one out. The second fight I did not see, it ended up in a draw. Which I find interesting because draws happen, but they're not, you know, that common it seems. So, although... Although one of these guys has two draws in his career, so I don't know how that happens. I mean, I do know how that happens, but, you know, that's kind of crazy. Either way, I don't know much about that one, so I'm going to skip it. Um, Man, so then it comes to a welterweight fight. Impa Kazangani, I think it is. Either way, uh, Impa... Versus Carlston Harris. And, uh, man, I wanted Impa to win. I'm not going to lie. He just, it was his first, he took his first loss. Uh, not last night, but the fight before. And I really wanted to come back and, you know, do good. Because I liked him because he was, like, from Florida and training in North Carolina or something like that. And I was like, oh, man, you know, some spots. So, I was trying to give him props. Or he was from... Either way, you know, he lost. So it was like heart, a little heartbreaking. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say because he got knocked out, you know. Or like if he didn't get knocked out, like he, you know, as a TKO, like he got, there was a couple of times like he dropped and came to his feet when his back hit the ground or his head hit the mat for a second or whatever and he came back. But like, you know, standing on his feet, he was getting dropped. Um, in fact, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Man, I'm going to tell you, this prelim card was good. 
And I love a prelim card. I really do. I mean, I love a main card, but then prelim fights, whoo, there's some vicious people in there. Uh, a women's fight. Aaron Blanchfield versus Sarah Alper. And uh, it went to decision, but let me tell you something. Aaron Blanchfield was just a machine gun of punches and kicks and chaos. Sarah Alper never had a chance. It was crazy. Like, kudos to Sarah Alper for being that tough uh, to go all three rounds. But I think she threw like 250 strikes. 250 strikes. I think it was. I mean, I could be wrong, but like, oh no. Okay, look. She threw 318 total strikes. 198 of them landing. Okay, so like, imagine throw, imagine punching 318 times. Okay. Or imagine having to kick something 318 times. Now, obviously, she didn't only do those things. But just, you know, okay, cut it in half. Say, imagine do, having to punch 150 times. Good luck. And then, you know, she hit her 200 of them. How crazy. How crazy. Look. She did, uh, she hit 198 of 318 strikes. The other girl, and I'm not knocking her because I swear it wasn't because she wasn't trying Jesus. But she was 45 landed strikes out of 120. Did you hear that? Okay, 318 strikes to 120 strikes. So basically, you know, not quite three times as much, but pretty darn close. And then 198 hits as opposed to 45. Four times. So every time you hit her, you're getting hit four times. <sighs> what do you say? Now, out of those shots, out of those shots, 120 of them were significant strikes. Meaning 120 of them were to her face. Imagine getting punched in the face 120 times. I know most of you are going, well, I'd be dead. Yeah, correct. So kudos to Sarah Alper here. But yeah, good fight. <laughs> Sorry, I know I dove into that one a bit. Um, it was a good fight, though. Um, okay, so Montel Jackson versus J.P. Byers. Um, or Byes, Bays, Bays. I always get his name messed up. I hate it. I mean, he probably won't be in the UFC again. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bays. So Montel Jackson versus J.P. Bays. Um... Man, what do you say? Montel Jackson dominated. All right, wait, let me clarify. <clears throat> J.P. Bays went out there in the beginning and looked great. 
look great, but this is exactly what it seemed like to me. Both of them, great wrestling backgrounds. Montel Jackson was like training for wrestling in the Olympics or to go to the Olympics. Like he was like up there, right? JP Bays um, has a great wrestling background as well, but I don't think it was an Olympics thing. So like here's a situation, and this is kind of what happened. JP Bays went in there like guns a-blazing thinking he had a good idea, and it looked good for a minute. He caught montel jackson off guard i feel surprised him and got him in like a close couple close submission attempts right where it was like oh like this is tight now montel jackson got out but it did not look good for him and then it was like a switch went off and montel jackson went okay I'm sick of this. And pretty much the entire time just dominated J.P. Bays for the rest of the fight. And, um, yeah, and then knocked him down four times. So, you know, knocked him down meaning, like, he hit him. Lights went out for a second. He dropped it. When he hit the ground, he woke up again, you know, ready to fight. But he's got a weak chin. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't want, like I said, I ain't trying to hate, but, like, you know, he seems like there's something that's just not working for him, obviously. That was his second tryout or, you know, whatever fight for uh, in the UFC, and he lost again, so I don't think, uh, I don't know how much longer he'll be there. Then we get to Rong Zhu versus Brandon Jenkins. Um Brandon Jenkins, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, took the final short notice. Uh, and Rong Zhu came in overweight. Now, I'm not trying to hate on Rong Zhu. I'm not. But he came overweight by, like, like quite a few pounds. And it's like, bro... What's up, man? Like, I don't do weight cuts, so I'm not trying to, you know, I understand they can be very difficult. I understand that, and I understand it can be tough on the fighter, and I understand that a lot of people don't, uh, you know, there are people who don't think they need to be. I don't really understand them that well, so I don't want to hate on them, and I don't really do it, but I feel like this is your job. This is what you want to do for a career. And there are some fighters, most fighters, who will always make weight. And you do not want to be one of those fat kids who can't make weight. Once again, I've never done one. I'm not trying to hate. And I ain't trying to talk crap about it because I know it's not some easy peasy deal. But. You want to be an ultimate fighter, you need to make your weight cut. That's all I'm saying. Once again, never done it, so I probably have no idea what I'm talking about. I just feel like, you know, Izzy said it, like, bro, he makes his weight cut every single time. There's no questions. He's the champ for that reason. I mean, not just that reason, but that's that mindset that makes you a champ. That's a champion's mindset. I don't know. 
I just feel like, bro, you need to make weight. You know, this guy's 18 and four. Okay, so he's had 22 fights. You know what you got to do. You know how to get it done. Unless you missed weight every single time. And if that's the case, I don't know what to say to you. I don't know. I'm done with that. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Coffee this morning got me going. Um, so then we got Panny Kianza, Kianza, I think, versus Raquel Pennington. Whew. Uh, man, first round was Panny. <laughs> Panny. Uh, first round was Panny. And, uh, Raquel came back second, third round, and just, like, was vicious on the girl. It went to decision, but, you know, I feel like the, I feel like the edge was to Raquel Pennington. I mean, it was a close fight. It was close. It was good. But, uh. The aggression was at Raquel Pennington in his last two rounds, and I think that's what won her the fight. Um, Tafan Chu, oh yes, Tafan Chukwi. I like how the N is silent. Uh, and Mike Rodriguez, man, Tafan Chukwi was just. Is just like a bulldozer. Like he's just there all the time in your face, taking you down. Like, I don't know. To exp- I don't know. It was okay. I'm going to give the shots for these guys too because there's a good number difference here. Mike Rodriguez, he was a lot taller too, which surprised me that he, you know, didn't do better. I don't know. I don't want not say he did bad, but it was just <laughs> you couldn't get this guy off of you. It's like a little ankle biting dog. Uh so Mike Rodriguez was fifty nine of hundred and fifty six total strikes. Tafan Chukwi was hundred and forty five of two hundred and forty total strikes. Forty nine of one forty four for significant strikes. 116 of 199 significant strikes. Think about that again. Getting punched in the face 116 times. Now, a significant strike probably could be a body shot too, but let's be honest, like, that ain't what it was. And then Chukwe has three takedowns. Rodriguez doesn't have any. Decision, of course, went to Chukwe. But, you know, he didn't do bad. He just got beat. <sighs> um, Jacqueline Buckley and Antonio Arroyo. I can't remember how to say his name. Uh, either way, Buckley won um, with a pretty pretty crazy finish at the in the last round. That's all I'll say. Um I say crazy, yeah, it's fine. Uh, <clears throat> Nathan Manis versus Tony Gravely. 
I uh, did not get to see that fight, but I know it was a good one. That's one I want to go back and check. As well as, well, I'm not going to be able to say this guy's name, but Armand, and last name is T-S-A-R-U-K-Y-A-N. So we're going to say Tsaryukin, maybe Tsaryukin, 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 that's what we're going to go with, Armand Tsaryukin. What if it was? What if that's it, and it's that easy, and I'm like, oh, that's it. Versus Christos Giagos. Armand won. Um, I didn't get to see it, like I said, but he won. Uh, Arian Lipsky versus Mandy Bohm, maybe? I don't know. These names sometimes. Uh, man, went with decision, but let me tell you, Lipsky was crazy on it. She was on fire. Uh, you know, another one of them... 116 of 233 total strikes landed to 47 and 123 for Mandy. Uh, 87 of the 194 of more significant strikes. I don't understand how that works. 194. Okay, maybe. I think I get that now. 36 for 108. Yeah, see, just like, just, you know, outdid her. Man. Um, I think this guy's name is Ion. I don't know how to say his last name. Qtilaba. I don't know. That's not how you say it, but either way. Qtilaba uh, versus Devin Clark. Kutalaba was just, he's dangerous, man. He's a vicious man. He's a vicious man. Uh, I don't know, it was good. I don't want to spoil it, but it was good. It went to decision, but man, he was just, I mean, Devin Clark did some, some work too. I mean, I don't know. It was just, uh, he couldn't get away. He kept taking him down and. I don't know. He's vicious. I don't give too much away. And bruh, my man, my man, the Lionheart, brother, my man, Anthony Smith, man, what? Dang, he's for real. And his uh, post-fight interview said it all. What you could hear of it, because it was. And I'm gonna beep. I'm telling you, man. <clears throat> whole fight. Let me tell you, Anthony Smith ain't no joke. And if you think he's just some, you know, old legend or whatever, old gatekeeper, whatever, you wrong, bro. You wrong. You wrong. Cause Ryan Spann came in there. With all sorts of confidence. And Anthony Smith just tore him down. Man. Went out with a choke, too. That's the thing, bro. Like, I don't know, man. I don't want to give up too much. Just just watch it. But Anthony Smith lets you know. He ain't he ain't no old head. He ain't he ain't over. Man. 
Let me tell you. Okay. Sorry. I know, man. I was UFC'd up today. I was feeling it. Feeling it. Whoo. Okay. Let me slow it down for you again. So, I uh, restarted my Gamefly account for all my gaming friends. My... Sorry, probably just had a mic pop there. Um, my gaming nerds, you know, whatever we want to call ourselves, game geeks, I don't know. That's like gaming friends. I don't want to put no shade out there or nothing. I don't want no one to feel offended about it. I love gaming too. So, I got my first real PS5 game for PS5 to see what it looks like. I got the game Returnal. Um, from House Marquee. By the way, I'm pretty sure it's called House Marquee, or the, you know, the, the name. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. House Marquee makes some of the best games I've ever played, and I'll give you two examples, and they're going to be right here. Alienation, Returnal. What? Yeah. So Returnal is an amazing game. My goodness, guys, look, if you've been a gamer, an avid gamer for years like myself, I started years ago, I really haven't ever stopped. So, see, this is where I get wound up. This is what I was trying to slow myself down with. Whew, guys, my goodness, my goodness, it's beautiful. First off, what a, you're either going to love or hate this game. I happen to love it because I can appreciate the, kind of the artistry and challenge of it this reminds me of like mario back in the day you remember what everyone hated about mario or i say hate about mario what i hate about mario but not appreciate when you died you started all the way over when your three lives were up you started all the way over didn't matter how far you got didn't matter if you were Swimming in Aqualand, wherever it was called. <laughs> or you were fighting Bowser at the end. When your lives were up, they were up. That's how this game is. And I hate it, and I love it at the same time. The game is wonderful. It's it's arcadey, but in a non-arcadey way. I don't really know. Maybe maybe it's more like an arcade game in the sense of the starting all the way over thing. But uh, I'm the same as Mario. But it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's just difficult enough to piss you off. But just easy enough to make you go, all right, I think I know how to get it this time. I do like it. I really enjoy it. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. The graphics are amazing. The transitions from one place to another are seamless and flawless. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing to see a PS5 do what it's supposed or able to do, you know. It's just free-flowing. Oh, it's amazing. Up to this point, I've played... PS4, PS5 bundle, blah, blah, blah. You know, the ones that you can play for both consoles. So you know it's still PS4 graphics. You're just playing on a PS5 system now. You know, so it's kind of like whatever. Uh, and I did play, like, I did... 
I say it's my first real game. It's not, I guess, technically. I've played um, All-Star Destruction or whatever it is, that arcade cartoony-looking uh, racing destruction game. It's technically my first PS5 game, but it's not like a test of the graphics. It's just like, a, let's give you some game to keep you entertained until we can put good stuff out. Returnal's good stuff. It's real good stuff. And it's a nice little secret. And if you've never played Alienation for PS4, even if you got a PS5, get it too, because it's worth it. One of the best games I've ever invested my money into. And uh, it's even better if you got friends that play it, especially when you all three can get together and play it now. Somehow we've each had this game forever, and somehow we've never all three played it at the same time. So, I would like to get that to happen. You know who you are, and I know you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah, so, man, yeah, it's a good game. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Man, gaming season is coming up, and I know, you know, for some of you, you're like, uh, whatever, and some of you are like, Jesus Christ, finally. Yeah, I know, because last year's gaming season, I think, sucked. The ding-dongs. Sorry. But it did. But look, I mean, I've been already mentioned it forever now, but we got uh, Far Cry. Oh, my gosh. Far Cry 6 is coming out, guys, in less than a month. Okay? I know some of you are like, huh? Yeah, I know, right? That's what I said. Huh? For real? Already? Huh? Yeah. It's here, baby. It's here. It's here, and it's ready to happen, and I'm ready for it. Yeah. <sighs> Guys. Woo, woo, woo. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, so it comes out October 7th. So it's like, <laughs> it's the 19th right now. Uh, we're only but so close, but we're only but so far now. Oh my goodness. You don't even understand. If you guys don't, aren't Far Cry players, I'm sorry. But if you are, or if you have a gaming console and you aren't, pick up Far Cry. Pick up Far Cry. Play 6. Once you play 6, enjoy it. Play 3. You're not going to enjoy it as much because they don't have as great a game as they did back then because you're jumping way back in time. Play 3 if you can. Play 4 if you can. Play 5. Play some of the DLCs. You're going to love this game. You're going to love the quality. You're going to love all the extra things that go through. I can't wait to get this game. I want the PS5 version. I don't want a 4 to 5 version. If I can't get a 5 version, I'd be sad. I'll still get the 4 to 5 if I've got to. But I want to feel this game. I'm super excited. I'm trying to hurry up and beat Returnal so I can send it back. And I know that sounds crazy. And I'm not even sure if this is like a one and done deal. Or if this is like a multiple levels type of thing. But I got to the end. Or what I believe is the end last night. And I got killed. <laughs> and I was like... Freaking son of a... All that, you know. But that's all right. Because I got to the end. I saw what it looked like. 
I'm ready to kill it. I was actually really close to killing it too, which is the thing that upsets me. Is like, whew, I was close. I was close. I gotta evaluate my weapon setup, but I was close. So we'll see. I'm hoping like I'm hoping to have honestly. I'm hoping if it's this one and done deal, I could have this thing beat and sent back in time for. Far Cry 6. If not, I may have to figure out something because I do really like this game, but I'm, I've been waiting for years for Far, Far Cry 6. So, I can't, you know, I don't know if I can wait for that. Man, and past that, brother, there's actually a new Call of Duty coming out. I may have beta access to right now to play. Um, I'm hoping so, at least. Um I'm excited to see more about it because I did get to play a little bit of it at one point and it wasn't too bad. The last Call of Duty that came out kind of sucked. So, you know, I'm kind of excited to see if they fix their problems and there's a new Call of Duty coming out because mine now that I've been playing three or four years in the past. So it would be nice to get a new one to play and enjoy. I say three or four years. Honestly, it may only be two years in the past. Because they come out one every stupid year. But this one looks good. It looks kind of cool. So, And I enjoyed playing it. So I'm excited to possibly play it again. And get another one of my homies back on board playing games with me. <sighs> yeah. That would be good. But yeah, so there's that. Then there is Dying Light 2, which got pushed back, which makes me uh, a little sad. But at the same time, it got pushed back to February, which is a good time. There's not a lot of great games come out in February other than New Horizon comes out in February. But not a lot of games come out in February. Uh, so Dying Light 2 comes out in February, which I'm happy with because I feel like it gives me enough time to get through Far Cry 6 and possibly Returnal and possibly I'm saying if I can't beat Returnal in a short time and possibly Call of Duty so you know a lot going on a lot going on uh, Jiu Jitsu by the way which I know I mentioned, but uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'm into like my third week. Um, and I'm bruised up. I'm sore. But I'm having a good time. So I guess that's really what counts, right? You know, I haven't lost any teeth or anything, though. I've had them chatter once or twice. You know, that's always sucks. You're like, oh, shoot. Oh, they are there. Yeah, they're all there. Okay, we're good. We're good. But, you know. It's fun. It's fun. I feel like I'm getting stronger. Roar. I don't know. I really don't know what my reason for going to jujitsu is. You know, most people have a goal in mind. I just wanted to try it, I guess. I want to do it, see what it feels like. I do that a lot. <clears throat> I don't know if it, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing, but sometimes I see things like, man, I want to do that. I want to know what that's like. Let me dedicate some time and figure that out. And I think that's what I'm doing here. I'm not really sure where it's going to take me. I don't know if I'll become a black belt in 10 years or I'll do it for a year and go. All right, well, that was fun. But 
I've dedicated a year to it at least, so we'll see. I mean, I'm already three weeks in, so like 49 more to go. <laughs> but hey, guys, you know what? That's my time, so I'm going to skip dip and hop on my way. I hope you have a good week. Don't let the news get you down. Don't let social media get you down. If it does, remember, it always gets better. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. And so it's darkest before dawn. Yeah, so love you guys. Have fun. Be safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Probably don't need to do anything I would do either. So just don't do anything. That's probably your safest bet. All right, take it easy. <laughs>